0: Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet. So you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock
1: it. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. I think you and I had questions from the very beginning, this very tragic uh, death of uh, Deputy John Durham. Hammer, who was strangled to death while transporting an inmate um, during an escape attempt. And and you and I were, were wondering, you know, this this was a violent guy, and why was there only one person on the job transporting him right. that day? Just a tragic situation all the way around. right? And
0: we wanted to absolutely let enough time pass where you honored the life of the late Deputy John Durham. But it was also okay to say, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right here. We're starting to get some more information, and it feels like we were on to something, Nige. A spokesperson for the sheriff's office has stated that two Marion County sheriff's deputies have been fired for, quote, job performance on the day that Deputy Durham lost his life. Pretty interesting article by Fox 59 here. I'm going to read a little bit of this to you, quote, The sheriff's office command staff held a review of what happened that day. During the review, a deputy said they heard yelling and commotion of the struggle between Deputy Derm and his attacker, but did not go to investigate it. Oh,
1: wow. I mean, Mm. that's, that's just lazy. That's a bad look. Uh, What's the official policy when transporting a guy like that? So I'm
0: glad you bring that up. The Marion County Sheriff's Department's policy clearly states, "quote transports such as non-emergency transport to Eskenazi shall utilize two jail deputies." Now, in addition to two deputies being required for medical trips to Eskenazi, the policy also states. High-risk transports Which is what this guy was. Right. This guy was a lunatic. High-risk transports shall also require a team compromised of at least two CERT members from the Marion County Sheriff's Department.
1: Like I said at the beginning of the of the segment, a tragic situation all the way around. It sounds like it may have been preventable. Um, the two Marion County Sheriff's deputies that were fired, probably, I would think, um, and I'm projecting here, I, I would think they have to feel very guilty. Um about what transpired and maybe what could have been done, if protocols would have been filed, followed, if, uh, you know, the at least go find out what the ruckus is. That, right. That's Do your part, job and yeah. check
0: to see what the noise was because this article from Fox 59, again, quote, a deputy said they heard yelling and commotion of the struggle between Deputy Durham and his alleged yeah. attacker, but did not that's, investigate.
1: That's very strange to me. That's very strange.
0: So, it's been a rough stretch for law enforcement here in Central Indy. Uh, A man with a machete was shot and killed during this multi-hour standoff with the IMPD. Police say the guy was having some sort of mental breakdown, and he had threatened to kill family members and police prior to being shot to death. A member of the SWAT team, and the crisis negotiating unit, uh, they responded to the scene and said they were not able to have any sort of meaningful conversations. And they tried less lethal tactics to get this criminal, this lunatic, to uh, not harm himself or others. That's, Did not work. I mean,
1: we're talking like you have to be in such a crazy mental state to resist a stun gun. And those, those, those beanbag rounds that they fire off, the pepper balls, right. yeah,
0: yeah. He basically well, the, was able to fight through all of that.
1: The machete will do it, yeah. I mean, you you decrease your chances of getting shot to death, I, I would say exponentially by dropping the machete. <laughs> right. Um, my question is: Is this guy's family going to be suing the IMPD now, looking for some sort of uh, compensation? And with the leadership we have in the city uh,
0: between Hogsett and Ryan Mears, uh, the gruesome twosome, the family will probably get paid. Now I'm reading the report here. Uh, this guy charged toward officers with a machete, made contact with a ballistics shield. One of the officers was holding from the SWAT team, yeah. so he was close enough to make contact, and that's when he was shot and I'm killed. I just
1: thinking he didn't have the, the shield.
0: right? Right. And this is the kind of crap that our law enforcement officials go through all the time, and their reward is having Joe Hogsett bash them publicly, and then the city of Indianapolis settle with the families of these lunatics uh, behind closed doors. It's just... A, it's a rough time to be a law you enforcement to, official. What are you
1: supposed to do if a guy who you've been negotiating with for two hours who is resistant to stun guns all of a sudden charges at you with a giant sharp machete? What are you supposed to do if you're a cop? The same dude know. who had threatened to kill people
0: earlier. Yeah. You know, this long, hours long standoff here threatened to kill people and then was bum rushing you with a machete. Sorry, bud. Lights out.